Hello and welcome to the Digitally She Does It show. This is episode 37 and in today's episode I'm going to be talking about what makes up a successful online course. So let's jump right in and get started. Welcome to the Digitally She Does It show. I am your host Karen and I'm here to lift the lid on what it actually takes to create a successful business. If you are an ambitious creative ready to build a business on your own terms and without compromise then this podcast is perfect for you. With my award-winning approach to marketing and expert knowledge in creating online courses this show will leave you feeling inspired, energized and ready to bring those big dreams to life. Join me each week for a dose of motivation and marketing know-how, along with actionable step-by-step strategies to help you accelerate your business's growth. So let's dive in, and don't forget to subscribe to all my upcoming episodes, which drop every Wednesday. Hello and welcome. Thank you for joining me today. I am your host, Karen, and I really appreciate you hitting the play button to listen to today's episode. Now, in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about what makes up a really successful online course and what you need to be thinking about when you're creating your online course. But before we dive into the episode, I just wanted to let you know about a workshop that I've got coming up in March called Kickstart Your Online Course. Now, this is because I completely sold out in February and all of my spaces went. So if you weren't able to get yourself booked onto February's workshop, then come along and join in in March. Now, it's going to happen on the 22nd of March at 2.30 UK time. It's going to be 60 minutes and during this time, I'm going to be talking about how to get started with creating your online course, including how to nail that golden idea that you have that is sitting in your head that you want to get out into the world and what you need to do to get it out without any confusion or overwhelm. Now, it's going to be 60 minutes jammed, packed, of goodness that's going to leave you feeling inspired, motivated, and of course, ready to take action. Now is the perfect time to start creating that business that's going to work for you, that supports your goals and ambitions and gives you time back so that you can bring those big dreams that you have to life. So if you are ready to scale your business and stop trading your precious limited time for far less money than what you're worth, then I want you to visit my website today. Visit www.pink-lemondigital.com forward slash kickstart. Now, spaces are limited, so book your place today. And I look forward to seeing you at the workshop. Okay, so back to today's episode, and I'm going to be talking about what actually makes up a successful online course. So when you start thinking about creating your online course, I want you to think of it in three parts. You've got the framework, the contents, and how the content is then delivered. Now, each of these three parts plays a really integral role because they're essential 
because they make up your online course. You can't have one without the other because the course wouldn't work. So you need all of these three parts to build an effective online course. So let's just dive in to each of the parts and just talk about it a little bit further. So part one is the course framework. Now, the course framework underpins your entire online course because this is the journey that you will be taking your students on. It plays a key role in ensuring that your online course works by leading your students towards a specific outcome. Now, a course framework consists of different components that essentially make up your online course. It's not the thing that teaches the course, but it is the map that your students will follow. You can't have a course without creating the framework because it's like building a house with no foundations. The house will simply crumble because there'll be nothing there holding it in place. And that's exactly the same for the course. If it doesn't have a solid core, then you won't be able to teach your students effectively and it will just be a mess because nothing will be there to underpin the journey that you're then taking your students on. Now, the course framework is essentially what's going to make the difference between a successful course that meets its teaching objectives and one that doesn't. Now, a simple and easy to create course framework will consist of various components and this includes a syllabus which is also known as the curriculum or the course structure, modules, lessons, course resources and then learning outcomes. So those five components will make up the course framework. So you need all of those sort of components to make it work. Now, a syllabus, which as I said, is also known as the curriculum or course structure, this provides a description of the topics that you're going to be covering in each of your modules. So this is the breakdown of exactly what is included in your online course. So think of a syllabus like a map. In order to get your students from point A to point B, you will need to map out that journey. Now, once you have that journey mapped out, you can then create a syllabus that outlines your course. So when you know what the outcome is going to be, your syllabus will be the thing that sort of takes them there. Now, modules help to break down a student's learning into smaller steps. So think of modules like stepping stones. Each of the stepping stones moves them closer towards an outcome. Each of these modules will co cover a specific topic and which is relevant to your teaching. And your students will need to work through those topics in order to achieve the goal of the course. So for example, if I was creating an online course helping busy mums to become healthier, then I may include various modules around fitness, nutrition and well-being. So the first module might talk about mindset because you need mindset in order to be able to make changes. The second module might be where I talk about nutrition. The third module might cover something like fitness or movement. 
The fourth module might talk about hydration and water intake. And then the fifth module might cover sleep. Now, all of these modules individually cover a key topic, but these modules together will lead the student towards becoming healthier, which is what the goal of the course is. Now, lessons are the mini steps that a student might take through the course. And these lessons help to break the content down into bite-sized chunks. So it's easy for them to digest and also to remember the content. So rather than creating a module that might be, say, two hours long, it would be a far more effective strategy to create multiple lessons that breaks down the content. So going back to my example about how to create an online course helping busy mums to become healthier, in the first module where we covered mindset, this module might have two or three lessons that talk about mindset in greater depth. So it might be, for example, lesson one could be about what mindset is. Lesson two might be something like why mindset matters. And then lesson three could be something like how to cultivate a positive and powerful mindset for self-growth. So each of these lessons will make up the module. Now, the formula that I'm using is a very simple structure and it's the why, sorry, it's the what, the why and the how. By using this very simple and easy structure, you're ensuring that you're covering all bases so that by the end of the lesson, your students understand exactly what you're teaching them. So another core component within a framework is the, are the course resources. Now, course resources are great if you want to provide a further support for your students to help them learn. And then providing resources will help, will help them to achieve their goals. Now, this could be in the form of workbooks, cheat sheets, audio trainings. It could be check, uh, checklists. It could be templates. Now, these are not essential. They're not necessarily an absolute in your course. It's down to you whether or not you would include them. But they will help to enhance your students' learning experience. So it's worth thinking about course resources and what you might include in your course. Now, another component, the fifth and final component, are the learning outcomes. When you're creating an online course, you are essentially creating something that facilitates some kind of change. And so it's really important to understand what that goal is. So again, using my example of an online course helping busy months to become healthier, the goal of this course is to help busy months to become healthier. Therefore, everything that is taught within the course needs to move that student along to that final outcome, which of course is for them to become healthier. Now, each of the modules and lessons that you're including will also need to have learning outcomes. And these micro learning outcomes all feed into the greater learning outcomes. So for example, going back to my mindset module, the goal of that 
module would be to get them cultivating a positive mindset that's going to set them up for success. Now, this is an essential step in getting them to move towards that goal of becoming healthier. So the micro learning outcomes that you're going to you're going to include in your course are going to feed into the main outcome, which is, of course, moving them towards achieving a healthier life. By having a course structure, you will have a map. And then when you create your modules and lessons, these become points on that map. The main learning outcome is the final destination because this is where you're going to move them towards in order for them to achieve their goals. Now, if you can get really clear on what your course learning outcome is, you can create a really strong and powerful pathway that moves your student towards achieving this. And then by doing so, you'll have a really effective course. Now, each of these components that I've shared with you make up your course framework. So when you're planning out your course, the way you would lay out your online course is by using a very simple structure that makes it very easy for your students to use. Now, there are many different types of frameworks. However, for an online course, a blended framework with a mix of videos, readings, discussions, maybe hands-on activities provides a really great balance and engaging learning experience. Now, the great thing about a course framework is that, of course, once you've created it, you can then reuse it over and over again. You might change the, the content, but essentially the framework can serve as a template for your next online course. Okay, so let's look at part two, which is the content. Have you ever heard the saying that content is king? Well, it's never more true in the world of online courses because your content is what your students are going to consume and use to move them towards that goal. Now, if your course structure is the map, then the content is the vehicle because it's the content that will move your students towards that promised outcome. Your content is what gives your course meaning and value. And it's the information, the ideas, examples and materials that you share with your students to help them learn and achieve their desired outcomes. If you create an online course that has meaningful content, then it's going to be easier for them to remember what it is that they've learned. And if the content doesn't make sense or it isn't relevant enough, then your students are equally going to struggle to learn, which is why it's really important to clearly introduce the value of your online course at the very beginning. When you are thinking about what content to create for your course, you need to take into account the person or the student that you're creating your online course for. If you know your ideal student and what they struggle with and the solution that they are looking for and how they like to learn, it will become much easier to determine what content you can then include in your course. 
also knowing what level you're teaching at as well, whether it's beginner, a beginner level or an intermediate level or an advanced level, will also help to determine that course content because it's going to influence your decisions around what content to include. You're not going to create something really basic for somebody that is at an advanced level. But then equally, you're not going to create something for a beginner that is advanced because they're going to struggle to engage with that content and they won't stay motivated and complete your course. So also understanding the level at which you're teaching at is equally important, especially when you are creating that content. Now, if you are creating an online course, but you're struggling to identify the content to include, then what I encourage you to do is spend some time flushing out ideas. Now, once you've created your course structure or your syllabus, you'll then be able to identify exactly what content to create because you're going to pinpoint the different stages of your course and then that you can then drill down into to to know what content to create. So again, using my idea of creating an online course helping busy months to become healthier, if I'm creating a lesson that introduces my students to mindset, then the content I create will be all about mindset. Now, I know this is really simple and obvious, but it doesn't really have to be overly complicated. Your course structure is there to support you with the course creation stage. So let's talk now about the different types of content because the truth is that people learn very differently and they also learn at different paces. And so when you're creating content, you really need to take this into account. So consider your ideal student and think about how they like to learn. Are they visual? Or do they like watching videos? Do they listen to audio? Or do they like to read? So when it comes to your content, there is not one size fits all. It doesn't work like that. What's important is that your content is relevant, it's on point, it's compelling, but most importantly, it moves your student towards achieving their goal. Okay, so let's now talk about part three, which is the delivery. So this is the final part to think about when creating your online course, because this is the delivery of your content. This is how you're going to deliver what you've created to your students. Now, the good news is there are so many ways to deliver your course content to your students. And you'll be pleased to know that you don't just have to deliver via video. So if you're a little bit camera shy and you're a little bit unsure about whether you want to be on video, then there are other ways that you can deliver your content that doesn't rely on you having to be in front of that camera. So I'm going to share with you three different ways to deliver your content. Now, the first way is video because video is extremely powerful. I know it can be really scary using video in your course, especially if you're not used to seeing yourself on screen. However, it is a really effective method to deliver your content. 
Videos still remain the most popular and engaging way to deliver online content. You can say so much more through a video than you can through the written word because the human brain loves visuals which is why it processes videos over 60,000 times faster than it does with text. And that's huge. I mean, that just goes to show how powerful videos are. And let's face it, there's nothing more powerful than human interaction. Whilst recording video is not quite the same as in-person classroom teaching, it's still an extremely powerful way to get that engagement and to build rapport with your students. They get to see the person behind the course, which they get to connect with. And it also helps to increase the speed in which your students learn at because it keeps the course and the lessons interesting and of course memorable as well. Okay, so another way to deliver your content is through audio. Now, audio courses are perfect for teaching students on the go as they can listen to their lessons whilst they're on their way to work, whether they're in the gym, traveling, etc. So they don't need to be sitting at their desk in order to consume your content. Now, I listen to a lot of, of audio, whether it's a podcast, an audiobook or maybe an online course that I'm working through. In fact, I find this content helps motivate me to get me into the gym because it gives me something worthwhile and valuable to listen to. Now, I've got a client who is currently creating an online course that consists purely of audio learning because she feels that this particular way of teaching is right for her students. So the content that she is creating for her online course is audio based. Now I use a platform called Kanjabi and Kanjabi has an app on the phone that enables students to directly access all of their course material via their phone. So like you would go onto iTunes or Spotify to play music, what's great about the Kanjabi platform is that it enables students to have a similar access to their online course material. So rather than playing music, you can simply play your course through the app, which I think is absolutely brilliant because it just makes this content really accessible. And so if you are someone that doesn't feel comfortable about being on screen, then you don't have to be because there are many ways to deliver your content and audio is just one of them. So another effective way to deliver your course content is through a voiceover. This is when you create the slides and then re record your voice speaking over the slides. So like you're narrating what your students can see on screen. It's recorded like a video, but you are not visible. This is a great way to deliver your training because your students get to enjoy the visual aspect of what you're teaching because they will see text, they will see colour, they will see images, but you get to talk about your subject 
at length using your slides as a prompt. Now, in my new online course, The Profitable Course Roadmap, I use this approach to deliver my content. So I use video to introduce each of my modules and then my lessons are delivered using slides and voiceover. Using this method gives me the opportunity to dive deeper into my subject and to explain at length what my students then see on screen. Now, I really like this approach because not only did I find it easier and quicker to create my online course, I also know my students are going to enjoy this way of learning because they get to access different ways of learning. So they get the visual and they get the audio as well. And students have different learning preferences. You have some students that enjoy reading, you have some that enjoy listening to audio, and then of course you have those that like to look at visual prompts. I think being able to mix together different ways of learning creates a really powerful combination because it enhances the instructional value of the course and it also increases engagement. But of course, most importantly, it helps the students to retain the information that they are being taught as well. Okay, so there you have it, three parts that make up a really successful online course. You have the framework, the content and of course the delivery of that content and if you spend time focusing on making sure each part works then you will have a really effective online course that your students will want to buy. Okay so before I finish today's episode I just want to remind you to book your place on my free online masterclass called Kickstart Your Online Course on the 22nd of March at 2.30 UK time. Visit www.pink-lemondigital.com forward slash kickstart to book your space today. Remember, spaces are limited, so get booking. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. I hope you found this episode of value and of course please feel free to share it with others who you may think will also benefit from listening to today's episode. If you are feeling inspired and would like to know more about getting started with creating an online digital course, then why not download my free ebook, 10 Steps to Digital Course Success, by visiting my website www.pink-lemondigital.com. I will be back next week with another episode, but until then, have a great week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Digitally She Does It show. Don't forget to check out the show notes for all the links and resources mentioned in today's episode. New episodes drop every week on a Wednesday, so why not rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thank you for tuning in today, and I will see you next time.